Welcome to a brand new episode of the Jam Pack Report today for December the 23rd of 2019. Of course, my name is Samuel Adams and this is a daily gaming news podcast meant to bring you the hottest news from around the industry five days a week, Monday through Friday, right here on YouTube and podcast services around the world. So if you enjoy the show, you like what you see, be sure to hit that subscribe button and keep coming back for more. Now, of course, this week, going to be a bit of a different week. It is the holiday season. This week is Christmas. Next week is New Year's. A lot of publishers and developers and even games journalists are taking some time off. Well-deserved time off at that. And so the news might be a bit slower. Of course, I'm still working on stuff behind the scenes. If there isn't an episode of the podcast, I will let you know. Uh, but I'm currently planning the Sammy Awards, which is like our yearly uh, gaming awards style show. On top of that, I have been streaming more on youtube.com slash Samuel Adams Media. So if you ever want to uh, you know, come by, hang out, have a conversation or two instead of just listening to the podcast or watching an episode of The Drop. By all means, you can dive in and have a good time with us. Been playing a good bit of Modern Warfare. About to dive into some Halo Reach, I think. And who knows, maybe even get into The Witcher itself. Which is a perfect segue to our topic of conversation for today. The main topic of today's show is The Witcher author and CD Projekt have ended their royalties dispute with a brand new licensing agreement. This is something we've been talking about on the show for a good long while, and it's good to see that things are finally being ironed out a bit. Then, achievements are finally unlocked on Google Stadia. Halo Combat Evolved is getting its remaster released in the public testing realm on PC for January 2020. Then, the latest playable teaser hack has let you explore Silent Hills like never before. And finally, Henry Cavill, he, he just, well, actually, no, I'm sorry, hold on, pause. I was reading online. It's actually Henry Cavill. Who would have thought? Uh, but Henry Cavill just wants to stay home and play games. Isn't it nice to relate to the famous? Ah, uh, yes it is. But without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into today's top gaming news. The Witcher author and CD project in royalties dispute with a brand new licensing agreement. Previously, the author had demanded $16 million in royalties. Andrei Sepkowski, author of the Witcher series of novels and CD Projekt Red, developer of the Witcher series of video games, have signed a brand new licensing agreement. The announcement comes more than one year after Sapkowski publicly demanded more than $16 million in royalties. Terms of the agreement were not released. The story begins with a rare interview with the reclusive Sapkowski granted in 2017. In that revealing conversation, the author said that when CD Projekt approached him about the Witcher video game, which was released in 2008, he dismissed the industry outright. Quote, I was stupid enough to sell them the rights to all of my novels, he told Eurogamer. They offered me a percentage of their profits. I said, no, there will be no profit at all. Give me my money right now. The whole amount. I was stupid. I was stupid enough to leave everything in their hands because I didn't believe in their success. But who could foresee their success? I couldn't. A little over one year later, however, Sapkowski had second thoughts. In a bold letter to CD Projekt made public in October 2018, he claimed that under Polish law, he was wrongfully underpaid for his work. His demand for compensation from The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt alone amounted to more than $16.11 million in royalties, and at the time, CD Projekt wrote in an official statement to its investors that his demands were, quote, groundless. The company had legitimately and legally acquired copyright to Mr. Andrei Sapkowski's work, CD Projekt stated. Insofar as is required for its use in games developed by the company, all liabilities payable by the company and association therewith have been properly discharged. Nevertheless, CD Projekt left the door open to negotiations. It is the company's will to maintain good relations with authors of works which have inspired CD Projekt Red's own creations, the statement followed. Consequently, the board will go to great lengths to ensure amicable resolution of this dispute. However, any such resolution must be respectful of previously expressed intents of both parties, as well as existing contracts. 
In a brief press release issued today, CD Projekt said that it and Sapkowski signed an agreement further solidifying their relationship. This new agreement, the statement continues, satisfies and fully clarifies the needs and expectations of both parties, past and present, and sets out a framework for the future cooperation between two sides. It applies not only to video games, but also to graphic novels, board games, and other associated merchandise. A statement for investors contains much of the same kind of language, but also notes a mutual non-disclosure agreement limits what more can be shared. Polygon reached out to CD Projekt for additional comment, but none was offered. Uh, now, it's worth noting here that there is an NDA. So if you are looking for what exactly is going on within the terms of this agreement, you are likely going to be left out in the cold forever. You are never going to know exactly what was in this agreement unless for some reason it gets leaked or maybe somebody doesn't fulfill their end of the deal. Uh, then it could actually get, you know, put out there. People might release it. Who knows what could happen with that? Uh, but I'm glad to see this is the case because in my opinion, CD Projekt has always been the good guy in the gaming industry and they have every right to say no. They have every right to say, my dude, you sold us the rights. I'm sorry. We can't help but that we're successful with something that you created. We bought it from you. It's ours now. Goodbye. That could have very well been the case. However, they chose to go about it in a different way. They said, okay, this guy's a genius. We wouldn't be here and be as successful as we are without having The Witcher. The Witcher 3 is pretty much their bread and butter. Of course, Cyberpunk 2077 going to be massive, but that game would never be happening without the success and the funding that The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt brought in. And so to be able to actually pay tribute in a way to the guy that created it, uh, to be able to pay royalties to the guy that created it and say, yes, okay, you are the dude that did this. The original agreement is kind of unfair by all means. Let's go ahead and renegotiate. Seems like a good deal to me. And I'm glad that they're going ahead and doing that kind of thing. Uh, but again, this has been a very long-standing kind of debate between the two entities, but I am certainly thankful that that's all over with. And now we can focus on what really matters, playing Gwent. Just kidding, no one plays Gwent. Actually, a lot of people play Gwent, but I never did. Uh, however, achievements are finally unlocked on Google Stadia. Mobile app users will have to hang tight until next year, though. Oh, yet again, dropping the ball. A month after its official launch, Google has finally unlocked achievements for its streaming service, Stadia. Our achievement system is here, Google revealed on its official Twitter account, and you will now receive notifications when playing on desktop, laptop, and TV. You can view your full achievement list on web, including all of the ones you've earned since you began playing Stadia. If you picked up Stadia at launch and have been merely playing away for a few weeks now, Google has been tracking all of your achievements to date, so don't worry, Google assures us you won't have to replay to unlock them. That said, in a community update though, thanks to TechRadar, Google rep Grace acknowledged this was the company's first version of achievements, and right now they only work on Chrome browsers and Chromecast. Mobile app users will have to hang tight for an unspecified time in 2020. The company also promised there was more in store for achievements yet to disclose. In related news, Google recently set out buddy passes to all Stadia founders after what's been a rough launch, and Dragon Balls Universe 2 and Borderlands 3 are out now on Stadia. Now, of course, we talked about the Borderlands 3 situation because it is an older build of the game from roughly October of 2019, but it's still technically, yes, there it is, Borderlands 3. Uh, but they go on to talk more about the shortcomings of Stadia and whatnot. However, the achievement system is a big part of any modern gaming experience. You know, a lot of people disregard achievements and trophies as something that uh, they don't really need, they don't really care about. But for me, that's a big part of the experience. Uh, there are a few things that can really hit that, that sweet spot, uh, aside from 
unlocking an achievement. You know, it's just a really good feeling whenever you're like, I accomplished that. I did something. For instance, I've been playing tons of Halo the Master Chief Collection, and so I've been popping off these achievements where it's like, play whatever amount of matches I might have played. Uh, play whatever, you know, get it however many headshots, whatever it might be. And it's just nice to know that I have achieved that within the game. And I'm glad that they were at least keeping track of these things since the launch of Stadia. I uh, imagine the absolute media backlash and the fan backlash of that if the achievements had not been tracked from the beginning and you had to go back and play through all the games you've been playing for a second time just to get the achievements. Not a good look at all. Not a good look. But overall, it looks like things are starting to kind of iron themselves out over there at Google. But again, Stadia is kind of a technology that is way ahead of its time and underwhelming as compared to the current console experience. Because if you are going to be introducing a brand new way to play games, it has to at least be as good, if not way better, than the current experience we are getting. And between buying and playing games on PC, as well as on Xbox and PS4, on top of stuff like the Nintendo Switch, there really is no reason the Google Stadia is going to be successful right now because people still don't trust mobile gaming for their giant AAA needs. Now, whenever Project xCloud, the Xbox-centric game streaming service, and PlayStation Now, the PlayStation-centric service, uh, continue to grow and become more household names and the technology becomes more widely adopted, then maybe a third contender can enter into the arena, but uh, right now, no. Looks like it's not going to be happening with Google Stadia. But you know what is happening in January? Hypothetically, Halo Combat Evolved. The remaster is coming for PC and enters public testing in January. It will include many of the perks of Halo Reach. Now that Halo Reach has kicked off the launch of Master Chief Collection for PC, what is next? A return to the basics, apparently. The team at 343 Industries now expects to start public testing for the anniversary PC version of the original game, Halo Combat Evolved, in January. It should incorporate many of the same upgrades that came to Reach, including visual touch-ups, support for modern displays, such as different aspect ratios, and player customization. This won't just be a straightforward Xbox conversion. The devs also believe that Halo 2 is not far behind with similar upgrades and has teased early work on adapting Halo 3. There is still a lot of work left to do before the reworked Master Chief Collection is finished, but 343 is establishing a clear theme with its updates. It wants to offer a comprehensive remaster that includes many of the things Halo veterans are used to, including custom apps, and for that matter, this could also make up for the Xbox MCC's messy release. Overall, honestly, not that messy. This is phenomenal news. People have been waiting for this for a very long time. And so for those that don't know how they're going about releasing the Halo games on PC, it's pretty much going chronologically. So instead of having the order of the games in which they were released, they're going the order in which the events happened. So hypothetically, if you did want to start playing now, uh, you would be able to play through the Halo Reach campaign. And by the time you finish that, if you're just playing for an hour a day, uh, that was a bit of an overstatement. Uh, by the time you finish that, the next iteration of the Halo franchise, the next step in the story, is going to be on its way. So that's kind of a nice little, uh, you know, sequential order of release. But at the same time, I kind of wish they had gone in the order in which they did come out. Uh, but don't get me wrong, Halo Reach, phenomenal experience. It's been a viral success. And now you are going back to the basics, because Halo Combat Evolved is where it all began for a lot of Xbox fans, and even a lot of first-person shooter fans. So very glad to see that one coming in January. Uh, but in my mind, they're doing this incredibly well, because... Halo Reach runs phenomenally on PC. I mean, you can see it in the gameplay, you can see it in the reaction from the community. People love Halo Reach on PC. And so the additional time and care they are taking to make sure that this is a cool experience for everybody involved, 
that's something that I think is very admirable and good on them for making sure they continue to kick it out of the park. Get it out of the park. Whatever you want to do with the, with the ball in the park uh, with the Halo Master Chief Collection. Much improved from the original Xbox release. However, the latest playable teaser hack lets you explore Silent Hills like never before. This was a pretty cool story that broke over the weekend, uh, but just when we'd recovered from the realization that Lisa is constantly stalking you through PT's halls, we talked about that on the Jam Pack Report, and undiscovered, or excuse me, and discovered an unused bathroom scene in which Lisa can be found decapitated in a bathtub, YouTuber Lance McDonald is back, only this time he has broken free of PT's looping hallway to take us on an official tour of Hideo Kojima's Silent Hill. As McDonald explains in the video below, his latest hack steps out where the playable teaser makes the reveal that the protagonist is slash was none other than the walking dead's norman reedus the scene is rendered in real time which means with a little hacking magic we are able to explore these foggy streets ourselves so there we have it the entirety of silent hill as it exists in pc probably more unseen content in this one map than there actually is seen content in the normal game McDonald said in the video description, according to Eurogamer, but seriously, that hack to make the player float took months to make work, so I hope you did find something interesting about this one. It's been a very long time in the making, not exactly cut content, is it? but it just falls into the category of unseen. As McDonald illustrates, playing out of bounds means the player initially falls straight through the environment, and doing so forces the reset scene in which Lisa jump scares the player. But with a little tinkering to enable the avatar to float above the ground, they were able to take us down the streets previously only accessible by Reedus's character. She does the jump scare anytime you mess at the player location without applying a special fix to make the game think you are still on the ground, McDonald explained when asked how many times they were jumped by Lisa's terrifying visage. It's hard to predict and I screened multiple times while getting a few of the overhead camera shots for the video. Now that Death Stranding has shipped, Hideo Kojima has revealed he's starting to think about his next project and he's getting himself ready for it by scaring himself stupid with horror films to awaken his horror soul. Kojima has admitted in the past that he struggles watching horror movies. It's okay, I'm with you Hideo, says the author. But that didn't stop him from making PT one of the most terrifying video game experiences we have ever played. Uh, and of course, it was just a small demo that was released years ago. But it still holds true uh, that it is a phenomenal horror experience. It's fun. It's very, very good. Uh, but this is a very neat hack. And of course, Lance McDonald has been doing some very impressive stuff, uh, hacking into the game and showing off more than I think anybody could have ever imagined. I mean, there was way more content in the playable teaser than a lot of horror games that just come out today. I mean, there was a lot going on there. And so to be able to dive in and give it a deep dive and actually see uh, what people were looking for, what people could have seen if the full game had ever been revealed, uh, that is something that I think is definitely awesome, especially from my perspective, because I'm somebody who is somewhat of a conservationist. Like, whenever I hear that a game has been lost and they can't find the original drives that the game was stored on, whatever it might be, the code has been deleted, that kills me because there is such a rich history in the world of gaming. And this is a huge part of the 2010s gaming history. PT is going to go down in history uh, as what pretty much kicked off the Hideo Kojima slash uh, Konami split. And then that eventually made Kojima Productions, which is making, of course, Death Stranding, Affinity amazing experience for 2019 gaming uh, and then movies coming in the future tons of stuff like that and then konami uh, continuing to do konami things but anyways interesting to see nonetheless but you know what else is interesting the witcher's henry cavill just wants to stay home and play games Cavill told GQ he grew up on Half-Life and LAN parties and plays a ton of Total War Warhammer 2. Henry Cavill is about to show the world how he fares in the role of Geralt of Rivia. Netflix's series The Witcher premieres tomorrow, December the 20th. As you can tell, a bit of an old article, but... For those that don't know, the show has been received very, very well. Not by critics, sitting at a 51, I believe, 
on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, I think, if I remember correctly. But people, the people that watch, ooh, they love it. Uh, but playing one of the most beloved characters in video game history is not Cavill's first brush with gaming. In fact, in this interview he gave to GQ, Cavill says he prefers staying home and playing games rather than receiving all the attention he gets when he leaves the house. Quote, at home I get to sit and play games for ridiculous amounts of hours and escape there, he told GQ, because going outside has the opposite effect. Cavill says he grew up playing games like Delta Force and Half-Life and even hosted LAN parties at his childhood home. He's played Total War Warhammer 2 six times with six different races, he said, and I love it each time. He's also, appropriately, a fan of The Witcher 3, which he says he's played through several times, once on the hardest difficulty, that that was a challenge. I just ended up dying at the wrong points and thinking I should not have left the roads. I don't know why I left the roads, he told GQ. And when he learned Netflix was creating a show based on The Witcher, Cavill jumped at the chance to play Geralt. He read The Witcher novels, which he originally thought were based on the games and not vice versa, after his first meeting with the show's creator, Lauren Schmitty Hirsch. Once cast as Geralt, Cavill lobbied for the inclusion of more of Geralt's magical powers in the show. I really wanted to push that in there because for me, the audience must know he can do these things. It mattered to me because it's all part of being a Witcher. Sure, the timing of this interview feels a bit like a PR strategy to warm up prickly gamers and Witcher fans who might still be feeling a bit skeptical about the Man of Steel playing the grizzled Geralt, but that doesn't mean it's not all true. And it's nice to hear Cavill is interested in the role and in PC games too. This is one of the coolest stories of the year. Now, I had heard before that Cavill was a big PC gaming fan, but whenever you have a full GQ interview in which you have questions like, hey, Henry Cavill, Xbox or PlayStation, he's like, PC gaming all the way. That's internet gold. Have you ever visited Reddit in any of your spare time? Uh, but in all seriousness, very cool dude. Doing a fantastic job acting. He's fantastic as Superman, great as Geralt. Uh, and by all means, you should definitely dive in and check out the Witcher series if you have not already. I'm personally going to be diving in over the holiday, I believe. I think it's a good opportunity uh, to kind of hit and binge uh, and see exactly what people are talking about when it comes to the Witcher series. Now, that being said, I still have to dive into the Mandalorian as well. So take my opinion for a grain of salt. I just don't get the chance to watch too many uh, movies, TV shows, etc. in my limited spare time. But, however, that wraps up today's episode of the Jam Pack Report. If you enjoyed this one, be sure to drop me a like down below and let me know what you thought about today's show and what stories caught your eye. But of course, we will hypothetically be back tomorrow, Christmas Eve, for a brand new episode of the Jam Pack Report. That's assuming there's some news. Who knows? But you can always subscribe. Live streams are going on on YouTube. That's always going to be a thing now. I think I'm enjoying it more than I ever thought that I would. So, hey, dive in, give it a shot. Who knows? You could become a supporter and go the extra mile for the channel. Never required, but much appreciated. Uh, but until next time, you guys have a phenomenal rest of your day. I will talk to you soon, and peace.